0: Well, good morning. How about we uh, turn around and say hello to the folks around you? Just go ahead and greet your your neighbor there. Tell him good morning. Joy for us to be together this morning. Again, as you uh, came into Mass this morning, uh, you were greeted by the teaching, amazed. I'm looking forward to how that teaching unfolds for us. And uh, certainly appropriate for us today that as we begin the teaching on the Eucharist before Mass, that we continue a different teaching at Mass, which in this um, last several weeks has been on how to keep the Sabbath holy. Why would you and I want to keep the Sabbath holy? Well, Jesus just said. In the Gospel, He says, As I'm giving you a mission, he's about to ascend to heaven. Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, go and make disciples and teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. Jesus says, "Okay." he's looking at the 11 apostles. He says, now, I need you guys to go, go out there and form people and teach them how to be my disciples. What does that word mean? The word disciple in the Bible, lots of people had disciples in the Bible, right? We know that John the Baptist had disciples because Andrew, the brother of Peter, was a disciple of John the Baptist. We know Jesus had his disciples. A disciple is simply one who who was a student, And when you are a disciple of a teacher, there's three parts of being a disciple. Disciples want to learn what the teacher taught. They in turn teach what the teacher taught, and they themselves want to live like the teacher. To be a disciple is three things. We learn what the master teaches, we teach what the master teaches, and we want to live like the master. And Jesus today in the gospel is asking us to be his disciples. And he says, I need you to teach what I taught. And when you teach, teach people to do all that I have commanded them. We were just talking about the commandments. We were just unpacking that in the teaching before mass, right? The very first commandment. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall worship me and me alone. The third commandment, right, is about the Sabbath. God created all things. He created the Sabbath, and he wants us to keep the Sabbath holy. Amen? So we've been in this first part of the summer as we're walking together, kind of talking about this art of living, how is it that you and I can live the way God wants us to live, We've looked at the Sabbath, right? Go with me inside the bulletin. Just we just kind of recap things. I'm on page 12. Page 12. We've been learning about how to live with the Lord. We've been learning a lot about the Sabbath, and what have we talked about on the Sabbath? Right? Look at box number three on page 12. First time we had a conversation about the Sabbath. We said, "What is God's vision for the Sabbath?" And they said, "Let's just get real practical because." Uh, Going to Mass is a big part of that. So we talked in the second week of the teaching, what can you do to prepare for Mass? Week three, we talked about what can you do to to get the most out of Mass, especially with the the Word of God. Last time we were together, two weeks ago, is we, we talked about what can we do to get the most out of this part of Mass, the Eucharist. And that kind of brings us today to what do you do with the rest of Sunday? God said, I have given you the Sabbath. And he says it should be holy. Now, what makes the Sabbath holy is not us going to Mass. God is the one who makes the Sabbath holy. He wants us to go to Mass because he wants us to worship him. That's why we're having this conversation about the Eucharist before Mass. But what does it mean to keep the rest of the Sabbath holy? After you go to Mass... What about the rest of the day? As we have had the conversation so far, people have said, well, Father Mark, can I cut the grass on Sunday? Can can I go fishing on Sunday? Can I watch the saints on Sunday? And I say, number one, you can, of course, cut the grass on Sunday. Amen? Number two, I'm not going to tell people in Grand Isle you can't fish on Sunday. Amen? And number three, if you think that you're going to be in a good mood after watching the saints, you talk to me after Mass. We have other things to talk about, all right? the rest of the day. Let's get real practical today. How is it that you and I can take Sunday and it can stay holy to his commandment? He wants us to to know the commandments. That's right. That's what the gospel said. He said to keep the Sabbath holy. Three R's that I want to talk about today. How can you take the rest of today the rest of every Sabbath, every Sunday, how can you make sure you're living in accord with God? Three R's. Relationships, recreation, and reflection. Say those with me. You ready? Relationships, recreation, and reflection. One more time. Relationships, recreation, and reflection. If you can remember those three things, and if those three things anchor the way that you live... On Sunday, then you are living in rhythm with God. But I think that we need to rediscover those things. Look at look at box number six: relationships. Box number six on page 13. When God created you, He created most of us, if not everyone in here except me, He called you to be married. Now, some of you are actively living that, and that's an awesome experience. Some of you lived that, and now you are living without your spouse on earth, but you still feel them presence with you as they are in heaven. Many of you have not yet discovered your spouse, and some of you discovered a spouse and then quickly realized that you wanted to undiscover that spouse, right? (laughs) However, all of us are created by God in this church except me, to live in an earthly marriage. Many of you have your families, right? So when God made you, God made you in a very particular way. And the way that you are going to experience God is the way that he made you. So for many of us, if you want to experience God, you are going to experience God through the people that he has blessed you with. God doesn't want us to worship him in spite of our families. God wants us to worship Him with our families and to experience Him through our families. Amen? Amen. Now, some of you experience great mercy of God through your families, and some of you need to extend great mercy of God to your families. Amen? All right, but our relationships, let's start there. We're relational people. So, what does Sunday look like? You are not a monk. You're not supposed to spend the rest of today in complete silence listening to monks chant on the internet and spending the next 12 hours immersed in the Word of God. That's not how God made you. The rest of today, part of it is meant for relationships. 6-2. Box 6, number 62. The Sabbath <clears throat> is not an escape from our marriage or family, but a deepening of how God has called you to live your life. 6.4. We must rediscover how to be present to the present moment and to be present to each other. When it comes to our families, our most important relationships... You and I can be with each other, but we're not present to each other. Amen? What is one of the greatest threats that is threatening our capacity to be present to each other? I can be in your presence and be right here, right? Don't answer the question, don't nod your head, don't say anything. But how many times have you said something to somebody in your family, and as you the words left your mouth and your eyeballs were on them, they were here, and you have no idea of what happened from your mouth, made it here. Okay. Did God make this? Well, it's a piece of plastic, it's technology. I can find uh, somebody's house on this. And that's helpful for me to do ministry. I I I can see my nieces and nephews in other cities because of this right here. This is not good or bad in and of itself. You can use this to glorify God. You can use this to be present to people. And you can use this as a form of escape. What I am saying is, I don't know if anybody in here today would ever debate whether this is at risk of threatening our capacity to be present to each other, amen? Now I say that, and there's a, there is a, a chronological curve here, many of our, our younger faces today, your whole relationship structure is through that screen. Some of you grew up without a screen and you wish you would get rid of all of them. What I'm saying is this. We can be present to people or we cannot be present to people. It's not about being with people physically. It's about being with people in presence. Amen? You can watch the Saints game. You can watch the Saints game with people and you can be present to the people. You're talking to them, you're looking at the game, and you're as much with the people as you are about the game. Look, I grew up in Tiger Stadium. So I, I cry when LSU praised the alma mater on the field if I'm in Tiger Stadium. I'm gonna weep like a baby because I'm a little boy all over again with my daddy. When I was at those football games, I was with my family. However, many of us know what it's like to escape from people because of the TV? Is it God's will that we watch the saints? God doesn't care. What God cares about is, are you watching the saints to escape from your spouse or your family or relationships, or is it a way for you to accent those? Amen? Does God want you to fish? Well, it depends. If you're fishing on Sunday to escape i got to get away from everybody. That's different than if you are using fishing on Sunday as a way to celebrate the gift of relationships. Now, if you have a family of 10 people, do you have to take all 10 people fishing? No. Unless you're fishing for snapper, because we all know that's going to help you with your lemon. Amen? (laughs) All right, let's all be honest with why you put all those extra people on the boat, right? (laughs) No, but you just need to be present to people. Amen? Look on the bottom of uh, the box 6, 6.5. Regardless of devices, if you can't say no, what does that say about your yes? Let me just say this real quick. I'm going to let you feel it. I'm going to move on. But if you can't stop fishing to be present to relationships, if you can't put down your phone or turn off your phone, put away your phone to be present to people, If you can't just be present to people, you can't say no to those things, what does your yes mean? I want you to ponder that as God has asked us to rediscover what it means to be human. Amen? All right, box number seven. Second thing, the first thing that we can do on Sunday is pay attention to relationships. Second thing we can do on Sunday is pay attention to recreation. There's a difference between recreation and recreation. Say that with me. There's a difference between recreation and recreation. One more time. There's a difference between recreation and recreation. We can do things on Sunday. And if we are more exhausted on Sunday night than we were on Friday night, then we have lost God's vision for the weekend. If you're exhausted on Monday morning because of everything you did on Sunday, I'm just inviting you to ask, is that what God has asked you to do on Sunday? Sunday is meant to be a day of rest, and we've lost that capacity. How do we rediscover it? Well, we rediscover what is it that recreates us. Look at 7.2. I'm going to walk you through this quote. You and I were created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord, and by means of this to save our souls. Stop right there. What's Ignatius saying? This is why you exist. God created you to praise him, reverence him, and by doing that to save your soul. Keep reading with me. The other things on the face of the earth are created for you to help you attaining the end for which you were created. God said, okay, Mark I want you to praise me and reverence me, and by doing that, save your soul. God says to me, He says, Mark, I'm going to give you all these things. And all those things are meant to help you, Mark, worship me. My garden, it's a gift. My car, it's a gift. That iPad, it's a gift. All the created things in the world, God created all those things. There doesn't have to be a, a battle between this world. In this world, God created the things of this world. God created red snapper, amen? God created tuna, amen? God did not create catfish. I'm not quite sure where those came from. But that, and no seams, let me tell you right now, we all talk to God about no seams, right? God created all those things. And all those things out there are good if they help me go here. And they are bad if, watch this, they pull me away. God loves life. Jesus Christ, what was the first miracle he created? This guy, his first miracle is he made more wine at a party. That's my kind of God right there, right? He also said, when you're drinking that wine, you don't need 12 of them. All things in moderation. Right? Recreation. Whatever you do on Sunday, is it exhausting you? Is it a means of escape? Or what you do on Sunday for fun, is it recreating your spirit so that, ah, you're back with Him? And then finally, reflection. Three things we can do on Sunday. Focus on relationships. Focus on things that recreate you and then focus on reflection. Stay with me here. This is going to be the last one. Bottom of page 13, box eight. I'm going to read this, and I'm going to explain it to you. Pope Benedict says, technical progress, especially in the area of communication, technology, computer screens, right, has made human life more comfortable, but also more keyed up, at times even frenetic. Stop right there for a second. Let's be honest. All of our technology has it made life more comfortable? Yes. Has it often led to life feeling more frenetic? Yes. So, Pope Bennett, he's talking about this. He's talking about how we're made, right? Keep looking at the quote. Unbeknownst to them, People are increasingly becoming immersed in a virtual dimension because of a bunch of technology, okay? We seem to want to fill every empty moment with music and images out of fear of feeling this emptiness. Stop right there for a second. I'm going to read that again. I want you to listen to that. Pope Benedict, he says, we seem to want to fill every empty moment with music and images out of fear of feeling this emptiness. Instead of just, listen, shh. Just being quiet. Kind of being present to the present moment. Last line, this is a trend, has reached a level such as to give rise to talk about anthropological mutation. Some people are no longer able to remain for long periods in silence and solitude. Those are big words. What does anthropological mean? Just means what does it mean to be human? Anthropology. Mutation means to change. He says, if we don't know how to do this, we're forgetting what it means to be human. I needed to rediscover that. It's one of the reasons I'm in Grand Isle. I'm ashamed to say that my life was at a frenetic pace. That's my fault. And then all of a sudden, I discovered this garden. I have to water that garden every day for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours every day. I have to sit in that garden and water. And what am I doing? Just... Kind of looking at the tomatoes and looking at the bees and looking at the wasps and noticing that the wasps are pollinating. They're not here to hurt me, they're here to help me. And I'm looking at the leaves that have bugs on them and I'm looking at the cucumbers which are out of control. And I'm looking, you ready? Right here. And I'm reflecting upon my life. I'm quieter now. I'm happier now. However, if I'm always running to this because I don't want to hear what's in the silence, Pope Benedict's saying, okay, that's not human. We were made to reflect. And so on Sunday, God says, I'm going to give you Sunday. And on Sunday, I'm going to give you the Eucharist. And God says, watch, I'm going to give you Sunday. I'm going to give you people. Be present to them and laugh with them and talk to them and tell stories with each other. Love them. Be loved by them. God says, I'm going to give you fish. Go fishing. Go play. And let yourself be recreated so at the end of Sunday, you feel, oh, I'm happy. And Reflect upon life and think about everything. I've given you and if you do that on Sunday, would your life be better or worse? Depression is at an all-time high More people medicated now than at any point in history How many times again this month are we going to see a shooting in a school? Why is it that we're always trying to escape the world we live in when God just said, hey, if you just do the basic things and just live like I told you, maybe you could be happy. And the reason we ain't happy the other six days of the week is because, I said this with great love, I need to relearn how to live the first day. Amen? Here's my challenge to you. Let's just start with relationships. My challenge to you is that you would spend 60 minutes every Sunday with this and all of these in your house in another room. They're turned off. And you would spend 60 minutes without this completely focused on people. If you can't spend 60 minutes away from this, and 60 minutes with this, then I just need you to think about what your life has become. Let's just start with putting away the devices, rediscovering people, so we can rediscover the Sabbath, and therein, rediscover Him. Amen?